Welcome to Things I Preach to Myself About Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Vangen, and on today's episode, I want to speak to the Christian that knows that they're forgiven. But what about the forgetting? One of the many battles that some people face is memory. I happen to have horrible short-term memory. I'll often think of something I need to do or get while I'm out driving, and by the time I can stop and write it down, it's gone. I've had to learn to use voice memos so that I can note the task while driving and then later write it down. In fact, I've even resorted to using an app on my phone that not only states what I need to remember, but I can also set an alarm for a day and a time to remind me. It's been a lifesaver. The hardest part of memory issues for me, though, is remembering the words of God. Many devout Christians will memorize scripture. The Bible says in Psalm 119.11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The more words from God we carry in our hearts and mind, the stronger we become, standing firm against the evils of this world that try to derail us in our walk. In a previous writing and podcast of things I preach to myself about called Where's My Sword? I spent time talking about the importance of reading the Bible and how the Bible is the sword of the Spirit, the sword of truth. With this at our side at all times, we can defend ourselves from the attacks of the enemy. But is our forgetfulness simply a psychological and physical matter? There certainly are many contributing factors that affect our capabilities to remember things. Everything from stress and anxiety, or depression, injuries to the brain. All of those things can affect somebody's short-term and even long-term memory. Today I want to delve into another area that can be a factor against our ability to remember God's Word, and that is sin. Now I mentioned sin affecting our memorization of Scripture. Because within each one of us is a disease. It is a disease that we have carried since birth. This sin disease will be with us until our last breath. Now, as with any disease, it affects various parts of our body. In this case, mind and soul. And as with any ailment, once it's discovered, it has to be addressed and treated, often daily. When we identify that we have this sin nature and we want to be rid of it, we begin a working process to keep it from flaring up in our lives. As sin erupts, God becomes quite distant to us. Our only desire during this moment is for self-gratification. Our natural inclination leads towards the flesh, the strongest pull at the time. And without help, we become weak and powerless to resist. The book of James puts it this way, Chapter 1, verse 14. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. As Dietrich Bonhoeffer says, Our problem isn't that we're hating God, but we're forgetting God. So yes, we do have a natural animosity against God and his ways. Since before the fall in the Garden of Eden, we have been natural-born sinners. Psalm 51 says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. We enter into this world already at odds with God and his laws. And until the Spirit changes our hearts, we relish sin over salvation. 
But when God does quicken our spirit, make us alive, he draws us to himself. Then we are able to see him in a different light. And that new light is now wanting his ways in our life, not the world's ways. We're able to believe and trust our life to Jesus Christ through his death, burial, and resurrection from the grave. We enter into a newness of life. Now we place our trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior. But that doesn't necessarily make the disease go away. What it does do is cause us to actually see the disease and want it gone. Thus, our trusting in God and his word is key to the process of fighting this sin. Which brings me back to memory. As I've said before, Christians will often memorize scripture as a means of strengthening our walk and building up a defense against the devil's lies. Being able to quote Bible verses from memory is paramount to a growing faith. If you remember, Jesus quoted scripture while the devil was tempting him in the wilderness. But for some of us who struggle to even remember what we were going to do when we walk into another room or forget our ideas or tasks the moment our attention is distracted, we need a different remedy. One thing I've been discovering lately is meditation on scripture. There is a difference between memorizing and meditating. Memorization is planting something into your mind to recall whenever needed. Meditation is delving deep into something so intently that it becomes embedded in your heart and soul. Learning a set of words by rote memorization is essentially a mechanical or habitual repetition, but to thoroughly and intimately learn, we meditate on the Word of God. Psalm 119.15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Many of the great Puritans devoted vast amounts of time delving deep into the Bible, meditating on them to fill their hearts complete with the truth of God. Dr. Joel Beek, in his essay on the Puritan practice of meditation, lists some benefits that meditating on Scripture has to offer compared to just memorizing. For example, one is meditation helps us focus on the triune God, to love and to enjoy Him in all His persons. Another, meditation helps increase knowledge of sacred truth. It takes the veil from the face of truth. And also, meditation is the nurse of wisdom, for it promotes the fear of God which is the beginning of wisdom. And also, meditation enlarges our faith by helping us to trust the God of promises in all our spiritual troubles and the God of providence in all our outward troubles. These are just a few that Dr. Beek lists, but what it does point to is the importance of absorbing God's truth deeper into our being rather than just reciting words. For a deeper insight into the Puritan study of God's Word, I seriously recommend this book called God's Battle Plan for the Mind, The Puritan Practice of Biblical Meditation, written by David W. Saxton. The book not only shows the necessity for personal meditation on the scriptures, but also gives motivation by showing us how the great Puritans meditated on the Word themselves. There are so many great benefits to meditating on the Word of God instead of just memorizing them. And don't get me wrong, memorization is a great option for many who can do it and it does work. 
But we all need to embed these truths in our minds as well as our hearts, no matter the method. It's by having these embedded in us that we can stand firm against sin. When sin is alive, it distracts our minds from these truths. So, for those of us that struggle with the duty of memorizing, we do have an option that can actually take us deeper into his word, get those words, those truths, deep within us so that we can recall when needed. In the Garden of Eden, the first challenge to Eve by the serpent, the devil himself, was to ask, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Thus, seeing if she knew the words of the Lord. As we face the lusts of the flesh, the lusts of the eyes, and the pride of life that surround us every day, we need to be on guard with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. We don't always have an opportunity to sit down and look up Scripture to challenge back those temptations when they hit us. In most instances, we need to draw on our own understanding and knowledge of the Word of God that is deeply set within us. Words of Scripture that we have committed to our hearts and minds for just such an occasion. Not only is it important for us to strive to know God through His Word daily in our lives, but we're called to persevere onward in our sanctification. Always remember that God is working in us through His Son Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Joshua chapter 1, God commanded Joshua and it does apply to all of us. He said, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Amen. That's our challenge, that we are to meditate on God's word day and night, have it within us, ready at all times, to face the challenges in our walk. This has been Rich Vangen with Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. I thank you for listening. And if you feel inclined, please go over to my website, harborlightsministries.com. That's all one word, harborlightsministries.com. There you will find all of my writings, the things that I preach to myself about. And I hope and pray that they may be edifying to you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email me at any time at canonforhire01 at gmail.com. That's canonforhire01 at gmail.com. May the word of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless you richly and strengthen you in your walk and journey on this planet we call Earth. Amen and God bless.